Hey, y'all. How you doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Um, so today's episode is very exciting. It was probably our longest, rec- it was our longest recording to date. However, I think everybody's going to really like it because we had Joe Namolion, um, who is a comedian turned semi chef on Instagram. You can follow him at uh, Joe Makes Me Laugh and Joe Makes Me Cook. And he actually recently has been on a cooking show called Dishmantled. So there's a streaming service. I believe it's called Quibi. Um, where you can mm-hmm. see that, but I mean, we we didn't get into actually talking about anything, anything that he comedy does. comedy wise, even though he is a comedian and he you know hosts shows and you'll hear his bio in it. Um, we ended up talking about like relationship stuff, um, and just getting a male's perspective on it. But I, I think it was like an amazing conversation that people are gonna really enjoy hearing. Yeah, and I also think that Joe. Not even I think I at this point I could say I know that he has really good life advice for dating like he really and like old school dating he's yeah. not like um your typical he's not like a fuck boy no he's got good advice solid shit that women need to hear and i think men too um to get us back on track yeah i said he was insightful and funny and informative which i think is you know something that we all need right now and again i think during quarantine life a lot of people maybe are finding themselves in a situationship or again you're bored and flirting 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 whatever you want to call it whatever you're keeping people in the bullpen you know because summer's around the corner and you're you know your self-esteem's low and i think this is a good time to kind of question not only like is this what i really want but also am i asking the right questions am i drawing boundaries am i just accepting less because of you know i'm i'm afraid to ask for what i want what are and he brought up your priorities like what are your priorities when it comes to dating and what are you looking for so now's a great time to really try and look internally and see what we want and bitches being able to make the first move and why that's okay but also ultimately at the end of the day like i think no matter what it's just shoot your shot you know what i mean and if it's meant to be it's meant to be and that's so cliche but i think people need to hear that right now so like I said, we're definitely going to have him back on because he is super funny and he's a comedian. And definitely go check out all of his social media platforms because um, that's where you can see more about that. But we're also going to be having him coming on as a recurring guest for a segment which we have not yet titled yet, but it's going to be relationship kind of advice. And so if you all have questions about that sort of stuff, you- you'll hear after this episode like what kind of vibe it's for. But, you know, stay tuned for updates on that. And we're really excited. Yeah. And if you guys have any questions too, feel free to start DMing them to us. Um, we're going to some of the segments we're going to work with him on are a question and answer kind of situation. So, um, yeah, if you guys have any questions, comments, anything you want to let us know, what you'd like to hear with us, then let us know. Enjoy the show, y'all. Enjoy, y'all. Ciao. Ciao. Be on ourselves. I think that's a good good enough time. All over the place. It's okay. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Everything happens to the best of us. Well, gang, welcome. We have our first comedian on the podcast mm-hmm. today and chef and reality TV star show and all the good things. So we're pretty excited about that. Yes. It's our first time recording on the weekend as well. It is. And in the morning. And in the morning. You're like a triple threat today. First comedian, first weekend, and it's the 11th and we start at 11. Yes. So all good vibes, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So today we have Joe Namoli. Like cannoli. Exactly. Joe Namoli, um, who is a stand-up comedian and actor based out of New York. He frequently performs at Caroline's in Times Square, as well as over the five boroughs and New Jersey. Jersey, what, what? 
Um, his past credits include multiple roles in off-Broadway production of Stanley Kubrick's Napoleon, as well as entertainment host for the Staten Island Yankees. He produces and stars in his own semi-annual comedy show in Staten Island and runs a comedy and cooking page entitled Joe Make Me Cook and Joe Make Me Laugh, um, which you can find on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And he also has recently been crushing it on reality TV in a show called Dishmantled. So we can't wait to hear all of that. And so excited to have you on. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Saturday. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. How goes Corona life? Ah, um, it's going well. It's going well because we're. I'm here to do this. I'm alive and, and and well to do this. Thank heaven. I. It started kind of sucky because I. I had it. I had it a few weeks ago, okay. um, and it. Uh, it thankfully because I guess we were all, like everyone takes uh, the proper precautions, and I think sometimes watching the news, so you you let the media get to your head. Mm. So I think it, if you let it get to your head, I think we. Every once in a while, our our safety standards kind of diminish, so we don't always do the most like the the best we should. And I think somehow I caught it there. Um, but thankfully, I'm, I'm it stunk for two or three weeks. It was bad three weeks really. It it really it was really bad. But happy to say, I'm out of the woods. You're good. back in the game. So you just had to self quarantine basically for two weeks. Did they give you any kind of protocols to do or anything, or, or like any you're just crying on the couch, or what was happening? They, they essentially say to treat it like a virus. So I'll, it's 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 funny. Yeah, the the whole thing was treat it like the flu because I I started with a fever, and uh, uh, we, we won't make this into a whole Corona chat. But I started with <laughs> a fever. Uh, I, well, I guess for people that well, aren't people are sure. interested, yeah, because you know, people right. are nervous and the news. You're our first person on the show to have coronavirus, so I mean, honestly, oh. it's a privilege. You're you're like a, a big first today. <laughs> I'm hitting, hitting, checking all the boxes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, it's um, hmm, how do I put this? It affects everyone differently, right? Like some people only lose their taste and smell. Some people only have a headache or maybe a minor cold. Others were saying they might have had it months ago and they weren't really sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so mild symptoms is pretty much really bad symptoms except for your lungs, okay. which is kind of off. It's it's um, it's misleading because when you think mild, you go, oh, maybe it's a minor cold. Right. But I had a, I had a flu and and. Uh, fevers and, and what they weren't high fevers but i definitely felt like i had it i think the highest i had was a 99.8 and i was achy with chills woke up you know sweating and and clammy and very sensitive to touch oh, yeah. and shortness and shortness of breath and then as the week progressed the fevers progressed and i had immense pains in my lungs mm-hmm. and in my back and then they worked their way down to my legs. How is the best way to put this? You ever walk around Six Flags Great Adventure or, or amusement park all oh, day? Yes. And then you, yeah. you have like that, that restless leg type pain. Yeah, yeah. it's like heavy legs, like yes. cement on your feet or something. Yes, multiply that by like three. You know, That's so fun. all in all, I would, and, and they say, at the, and this is all only from what I've been reading and watching, after, at the five to seven day period, the, the virus supposedly either takes a turn for the worst or your body decides it's going to fight it. Yeah. So for that first week, I was kind of biting my fingernails going, ah, shit, what's going to happen? Because I have asthma. And I, I, then uh-huh. they, they, they post all these articles with, um, with people passing away in their 30s and they were so healthy and they had no prior medical uh, complications. So it's enough to scare the shit out of you, really. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. So, and and uh, there's plenty of people that are going through a whole lot. That's why when you said like, oh, how's quarantine life? 
I see that a lot of people, it, it's starting to get to them, especially if you have children or if you're teaching and, and it, it does stink being in the house, Definitely. but your health is so important. So it, I would have took a month of the back pains and the lung pains and the fevers just so long as it didn't go into my lungs into pneumonia. And I'm, I'm very grateful to, to have gotten over it, but it's, it is, it's a terrible, terrible virus. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's crazy because I think a lot of people, like you said, I think I actually might have had it earlier in the year. I never get like sick with upper respiratory stuff. And I had bronchitis twice back to back. Um, and it was the same <laughs> thing. Like, and you know, they say with Corona, it settles in your and lower you respiratory tract. Yeah, and I, tra- I travel a lot. So, um, you know, but they, there was like a meme going around. It was saying coronavirus is just like the regular flu, but when guys get sick, you know, because like it's true, sometimes <laughs> the symptoms are worse or better and people just overreact, but you have to listen to your body. You know, everybody's different and responds differently. And I think it depends where your health was. And like what you were saying too, you read the news and you hear articles, it's hard not to spin out of control. And then that directly affects your immune system as well. So it's like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do now? You know? Well, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you and i also agree with you with the uh it is like uh, like a man cold yeah. <laughs> it is like it a, a is man like cold. the man cold of 2020 so 2020 has been canceled has 100 percent. and we don't we don't take colds well i mean look women are, you got you guys are stronger than we are and, that, and that's that's just one of the many examples uh how you guys deal with getting sick because the the you guys could have everything and still <laughs> juggle a full uh, a full day schedule we get a sniffle and <laughs> I know. I wonder, I wonder what part of the brain that is. You like, should research I really that. should. Well, there actually is about a hundred different gender differences in the male and female brain. So like actually different parts of the hemispheres that are more active in males versus females, certain parts of the hippocampus and amygdala, like parts that deal with memory and emotions like that are different sizes, but I must, there must be some sort of, you know, miswiring with the whole sickness behavior and being a bitch ass and being like, yeah. I'm going to push through. There's something. I that's you guys. That's very very interesting. I, I, I you're absolutely right. It's got to be. I think miswiring is a, is a is a very good way to put it. And our, our wires, the 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 man's uh, the everything under the hood is a little little fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first here from direct we from didn't a man. Even have to say it. <laughs> Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. We actually joke about this all the time. We always say like, I, or I say this too, like, I don't even understand sometimes how men and women even date because we are so fundamentally different about like, and we talked about this a little bit, you know, we had Joe and Christy and I all talked, you know, a couple of days ago and we were saying like, it's that scene in the breakup when she goes, I want you to want to do the dishes. And it's like, that's, I think so much how females are. And it's yeah. like, we always say we're so, we want communication and this and that. And a guy will be like, what's wrong? And we're like, nothing, AKA read between the lines and figure it out or get the fuck out basically right. yeah. uh, exactly ev- you, everything <laughs> Nothing, all of the everything above. all of the above but speaking of that you've recently got engaged so congratulations. congratulations oh thank you thank you very much what a it was cool it was a lot of fun i mean <laughs> dating in uh 2020 is a straight nightmare it is so i mean it's like a bad game of frogger you know, you go out there one more time and you just get run over again. You know, it's, just constant. it's not great. It's not. So, I mean, have, um, have you, are like a lot of your friends engaged and married and single? Are you kind of like the last one in the group? Have you seen it like, you know, change it all over the years? Uh, you, you know, I, I, I always thought I was going to be the last one. And I think that one of my friends got married very early on. He was, uh, oh my goodness. 
it must have been almost 10 years, nine years ago. So he took the plunge, as we said first, and then, um, then another and another. He would, there you go. There you go. No, he, they're, they're still doing good. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> We're very optimistic people, obviously. <laughs> statistics don't lie. So you're, you're a hundred percent right. But he was, his, his, whatever he's doing is working. Um, but it was like, I always, we joked around, like I was supposed to be like the Las Vegas type, you know, where we'd all be old and then eventually I would go. And I just love being single, but uh, the right gal came in and, uh, and I'm very happy for that. Very fortunate for that. And it wasn't, wasn't out of the blue, but uh, it took, uh, actually no, it was out of the blue, but it wasn't without heartbreak, I guess. Not with her, but like in the past, just like everyone else, which is important to note because I, I see a lot of people that do get engaged and everyone loves to, it, it's nice to celebrate and it's nice to put it up. But part of me sees like whenever there's somebody that gets engaged, there's always, I think like a fat, for every one, there's a thousand people that are still waiting by the phone or waiting by the door for that guy to come or that girl, that girl to come. And, um, it's, it is upsetting, but I think, I feel like you have to, you step out of you. If you wait for it, it never shows up. Ooh, you know, I like, like if, if, you, if you, it finds you, you don't find it, you know, that's, that's a hundred percent. I always said I wanted to meet somebody, um, walking in the grocery store, you know, and you both reach for the same can, you know, and you go, Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, what are you? Hi. And usually the dream is to like get married in, in a Wegmans <clears throat> or something. No, not Wegmans. Like, you know, <laughs> well, like mother's market in California yeah, when mother, I lived there I, yeah, would be like my market, dream, yes. but being like, Oh my it's, God, you're reaching for strawberries and I'm reaching for strawberries. I'd love vitamin C. <laughs> Take me on a date. <laughs> It's a, it's the, it's the perfect kickstart to a, to a healthy. Why don't guys have more marriage? day game? Can you please explain why guys do not have day game about doing that kind of stuff? I don't understand. And can you also explain this to me too? Like what, what's with, are, are guys expecting after they see you, like this is the day game experience I've had. They like give you a nod and it's like, am I supposed to now walk over to the nod or are they letting me know that they may consider coming over or are they just giving me a nod? What's with the nod? Well, okay, <clears throat> I'll, I'll the nod between men is just, I, I guess it's just a, it's a courtesy. So let, between anybody, let forget I said it. The nod is a courtesy. You know, it, okay. if you get the little hook smile, like the hook smile without teeth, because if you show teeth, it's just it's it's a little weird. It's a little You're weird. a psychopath. Yeah. So <laughs> you you want to you want to seem uh, um, non-threatening and and pleasant. You know, so if you get the nod, I wouldn't take any. I wouldn't you know, take offense to it. If it's more than a nod or you, you find you trust your vibes as well. And I'm not trying to say yeah. that, that people aren't creeps because a lot of more, more than, than not, they are, but the day game, I feel, I don't even, it's so funny. That's like a new term. I love day game. <laughs> well, you know, Brown is very into day I'm game into day game sure. because I don't know. I think, well, first of all, I think number one, you have to give people an opening. So I think you got to make eye contact a few times, whatever. But Matthew Hussey calls it the white handkerchief, you know, mm -hmm. idea back in the day, girls would drop a handkerchief and you make it think it's a guy's idea about being like, excuse me, ma'am, you dropped your handkerchief. And I think it's just always trying to create micro openings. But it's like everybody right. I think is afraid to look like a psycho and be like, come up to somebody. And especially, I think it's probably easier if you're a good looking girl to go up to a guy they're not going to be like excuse me i have a girlfriend you're very good at approaching people i don't give a she's fuck she's excellent i am i look like an evil bitch sitting in the corner like a you know a kingpin sitting there with my drink like approach me bitch. 
One night we were maybe we were all out. Actually, there was a group of guys like literally right next to us, and I was like, first of all, everybody's out. Like, we, everybody's in the wild trying to like get. And I was like on. getting get embarrassed it. for her, but there was something to be embarrassed about. But like, that's how different we are. I literally went right up to them like, and I with my martini, like, oh god. Oh, I know. I literally went <laughs> right up to them and I said, <laughs> okay, obviously, um, you're looking at us and we're looking at you. I said, so who's single in this group? And then some people got each other's numbers out of the night, like fucking shoot it was your like, shot. It was wild. It was like a fucking mating call. They all everyone that was sitting with us came from over here and then like they got up and then everyone like conjoined yeah. and they're all talking so, in so day game is a new term for you because you've been engaged for how long now uh a few months i forget what i'm, I'm very foggy that because this whole quarantine has thrown me off so <laughs> not a new term it just the first time i uh, well no one's had day game for the past few months because we've yeah, all yeah. No, right no, nobody's had few years because dating as well that too but i mean like day games but the yeah, game yeah. in general has just been shut off along with everything right so yeah i like day game i'll tell you why night game in your 30s is a struggle <laughs> nobody wants to be bothered uh it's loud you can't hear yeah everyone is they usually you're usually with a group of people uh people are intimidated you some people just go out and we'll, we'll get to night game first but day game is nice because you can just have a friendly hello this is where it gets lost. If you go out looking for someone during the day, the pressure is on. During the night as well. Mm -hmm. If you're just gone, that's what I mean. Like sometimes if you just bump into somebody or it just happens without you, without you expecting it, there's an elegance to it. It's very, it, it's because you're caught off guard, you see a little bit more of the real of you yeah. without you putting on that mask that everyone always talks about. <clears throat> And there's nothing wrong with giving a nod. You walk by the person. So let's just say, all right, if you're in, you're in the grocery store, somebody walks by, you know, somebody approaches you, not even just passes by, they give you a nod. If you find them attractive, you nod back, or you can just keep walking straight. If you see them again, let's just say now you're passing the canned goods, and you see them, and they notice you, and you notice them, and maybe there's maybe there's interaction, maybe there's not. The the main thing to take away is that. People want things right away. Mm. People usually expect results right away. Sometimes I, you, uh, um, you can run into somebody, have a little moment like that. Let's just say you both reach for something. One guy says, oh, I'm sorry. The other person goes, no, I'm sorry. There's a smile and you continue on your way. Now, you might be left with that, oh, you know what? They were cute. I should have said something. Mm, I should have not. If it was meant to be, you'll see them again. You know. Mm. And I hate to say meant to be, but no, I we don't- with that. We don't trust the timing of things. Yeah. Everybody wants it now and now and now. And then if you're gonna if you're gonna end up approaching somebody, you can easily you know if I wouldn't just go by a nod, but there's nothing wrong with uh, approaching somebody and saying, "Well, hello" is is good first. Well, I think any opening and, if somebody's into you, it's like just say anything. Like be like this. Oh my God, those, that, the cart is gray. What's up? I like your shoes. Like, I think anything, you know what I mean? Right, right. And, and some people don't want to be bothered. Like the gym, I'm big against not talking to people in the gym. And the nod is big in the gym, you know, a nod and a yeah, smile. Yeah. No, I cannot stand the gym. I like to get in and get out. And that's, I, I call them easy pass workout. I don't mm -hmm. want to be bothered. So, and I know women don't want to be bothered either. And, uh, the gym that I go to, there's, there's, there's very few. It's more of like a rocky gym. You know, well, I have a theory about that. We'll come back to that. But you we'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to the gym. But it's, it's not for – you're not dating, although 
in, in certain, some people, some places and some people actually, I think, look forward. They dress in very, uh, you, yeah. all these I outfits. Think, I think some so girls are in the gym hunting. If you're a girl and you're wearing flesh colored mm -hmm. leggings, you're trying to fuck is my theory at the gym. And if your hair is down, you are 1000% trying to get hit on at the gym. So or that's my theory. <laughs> yeah. So like look homeless at the gym and put your hair up in a messy bun. If you see a girl like that, then she's just trying to get PR. I have worn gym. my hair down to the gym. Yeah, but you would like to get hit on at the gym, I feel like. Maybe, but not like if I'm working out, don't fucking bother okay. me. Sorry. So we digress. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that's fine. Yeah, um, but yeah, there, there's nothing wrong with asking somebody out, no matter what time of day it is. I mean, if you start with the whole, if you have a mutual interaction, that's, that's very nice. There's also, I mean, given age and everything else, but if there is that initial smile and it's a mutual smile, and she clear, she's clearly not wearing a ring or not in a rush because you can tell when someone does not want to be bothered. Yeah. They do not give you the time of day. They walk past you. If there's that little moment that you can kind of take out of a rom-com, right? There is nothing wrong with saying, hi, would you like to have dinner? Oh. And the gal can say, so wow. my way. The, 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 the little book, I don't know if it's enough for a book, but maybe a pamphlet, that I'm, a love pamphlet that I'm <laughs> writing, is uh, the title is uh, Have Dinner With Me. And really, I would tell when somebody asks me, you know, uh, somebody really younger, but would ask me, you know, how to approach, not that I'm a guru, but uh, you learn a couple of things, uh, simply say, have dinner with me. Because it's a straight answer. If it's a no, it's no. Usually, but if it's a no, it's no. If it's not now, that's fine. It might be delayed. But the whole point is it's a straight, direct question. Yeah. You're not saying, let's hang out. I hate it. You're not I saying, hate, yeah. would you like to do something? Would you like to say that the whole Netflix and chill nonsense? I hate when it's God has to hang out. It's what so is that? Easy. What does that mean? What does it mean? Yeah. That shows me that you don't know where your priorities are, or you're too timid to tell me what your pri or, or what you're really thinking. Yeah. So that's not that's not available. It, uh, have dinner with me. No. Fine. <laughs> Worth the show. Right? Nah, Worth it. the show. If, if it's that if if you're now you're going to talk, let's get out of the grocery store. If you know somebody. And let's just say you've run into them once in a while. Or you met them out of the club. I mean, what do you think is for the, your viewers? Uh, viewers would be more beneficial to go from uh, uh, meeting one night out in a club or uh, meeting them. To, I think this a, is what a lot of people struggle with now. Maybe it's especially for both of us. Is we live in this world where like Instagram has even I think turned into like a form of online dating. It really where has. People have become friends on Instagram, so maybe you become friends like. How do people even, I think, transition out of that? Like, are we just flirty because it's whatever? Or are, are we friends? Like, how do you even start to cross those lines and be like, all right, I'm going to make a move and try and shoot my shot, you know? Like, because girls, we don't get shot. I don't think girls get shot down as much as guys do. Like, again, it's dating is a numbers game. You know what I mean? That's just what it is. Guys should be asking right. the girls out. I'm very old school like that. My yeah. dad is super old school. Like, he still opens the car door for me and pulls out the chair, gets up when I get up. Like, I know that's not very common anymore, but, like, I think <clears> – <throat> You know, girls, we don't do well if we if we put ourselves out there and say like, "Hey, do you want to get coffee?" And we're trying to be flirty. Like, how are some ways that we're supposed to know that like a guy is like, "Yeah, no, you you should shoot your shot a little bit more too." You don't have to. Oh, I'm a hundred percent with you as far as the the 
the chivalry isn't dead, you know, because I was raised the same way. You, you, you walk on the outside of the curb, so if the puddle, if the car comes by, the puddle splashes, it gets you. Yeah. There's, yeah. you know, holding the chair and the door and every. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I know some people have a problem with it, and it, that's fine. Here's the, here's the deal with chivalry. It's not that you can't do for yourself. Like I can hold my own door. I can hold my own. I can do my own stuff. Of course you can. It's that you shouldn't have to. Women are more important. <clears throat> women are more important than men. It's simple as that. We work well together, but everything that a man does is for a woman. If you break it down. I love that. That's what I believe. I could be wrong, but you really should go into you should go into like guy relationship. You should be coaching. a relationship coach. Guys need to hear this. Like I know that you have so many other things that we want to talk about, but um, our like we talked with you obviously the other day, and our whole I mean I, you're just so wise when it comes to dating, and you're like <laughs> you're like a man's man. Well, yeah, and you're really you know you're, you're not trying to pump sunshine no. up people's asses. Like you're just like this is like, what, this it is what it is in the current state of the union, and this is how it should be. Like, let's get back to like what it should be. I, I, <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, I, I say again, this did not come without years and years, way past a decade of fucking up and doing the wrong thing, <laughs> yeah. only to find out that this was, is the right thing. You know, and I, I, was, I was raised by three women, so I guess I started. I, st- I, I, I have the, as far as how to... Tr- I don't know. I, you, take it's it as, as it's you very is. evident that you respect women. And I think that's kind yeah. of the big thing that's missing a lot now is that there's no respect, but it is so refreshing to hear from a guy. Cause I think the problem mm-hmm. with girls sometimes is we enable it with each other where they'll just be like, Oh man, well, uh, you know, a tiger must've eaten him or he's just <laughs> lost your number. He's busy. And it's just like, <laughs> no, like that's just not what it is. And I think it's really nice to hear like, and I think there's a quote about this. It's like, how do you know if a guy's into you? Like, if, if you have to go and text your friends and ask a bunch of questions and you're confused, I would say the general answer is he's not, right? Yeah. We just don't want to always hear that. And like, you just kind of reaffirm that being like, you basically you don't have to do anything. My dad always says, just sit there and look pretty. Like, if you, you know what I mean? Like, and he jokes, but it's true. Like, if a guy's into you, like, you just fucking be yourself and they'll make it happen. And we, I think, because the bar has gotten so low and dating guys have gotten very lazy that we're just like, okay, I guess we'll just hang out and like, see where it goes. And we don't have to ask like what we are. And I'm just like, it's really refreshing to hear that. Yeah, it is. I, I, I appreciate that. It's, uh, but you know what? It's, you're a hundred percent right. There's, <clears throat> there's no more standards. No. Almost. And, and yeah, you can just do that and see where it goes. And if just like anything else, if you don't put even the slightest bit of effort into it, how do you expect to get anything back? And yes, sometimes people just will meet and and, and they'll click, but a lot of times they don't. Also, people like to have this, um, they like to to pose and and, and pretend there's something they're not, or they'll they'll mislead. It's um, perpetrating a fraud, as my mom calls it. Yes. Yeah, there you go. And it's, I actually think women are worse at this than guys are because girls will act a certain way, even like physically, like <laughs> hair, makeup, all that kind of shit, but also act like they're very cool with stuff. And I think sometimes girls get caught up in wanting to be the cool girlfriend or being accepted by all their friends and whatever. And then they don't get what they want when the relationship evolves. And then all of a sudden you blow up and it's just like they think you're a psycho or expectation just weren't managed properly. And I think, you know, perpetrating a fraud is something that both people do in a relationship. Mm. And it's so easy to do that nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what, I, there is, uh, these are like standard rules, right? This is like the standard procedure of what you're supposed to do. Not to say that. And I say that women come first, not to say that women aren't, some women don't, don't, 
uh, um, come off that way. Or some women are just, frankly, meanies. You know, some women are just mean and 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 don't want to be. They'll they'll. I'm talking about the people that on Instagram that might post a thousand half naked pictures. Or and if you have a body, that's great. You want to promote it if you if you're an influencer or however however it is. But you have to dig a little deep. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have a personality too. I I've run into a bunch of bunch of situations in bars and stuff that in, in years past where I, I was never the one to take the first step. You know, I was, like I said, this, this took a while. There's nothing wrong with saying hello on a Friday night. I, you know, I'll tell you what, what sometimes used to get me. You go out to, you go out at night, right? It's Friday night. Everyone works a long night. This is before we hit 30. <laughs> it's Friday night. Everything changes. Everyone, it really does. After 30, it's like Every a whole new manual. It's a whole new guidebook. It's like, okay, it's a whole this new is iOS. what you do. It takes longer to get to cure from a hangover. Oh, Adult, adulthood starts. And yeah. I think because our bodies get more, our bodies get tired. Yeah. Not, not so much. I'm, I'm motivated. I'm supplements we right now. I mean... <laughs> Well, it's funny because everyone always said, oh, it gets hotter as you get older. And, boy, you know, marriage, kids, everything else. Just be honest. We get fucking tired. We fall yeah. asleep. You yeah. can't do anything <laughs> if you're sleeping. You that just don't want to put pants on to leave the house. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Why do you have to speak in code? Just say it. You fall out. <laughs> but the bar, yeah. So let's just say a Friday night, you go out and... I'll tell you a situation. There was a bunch of gals, and uh, I was with I was with some of my friends, and we were at a bar, and uh, I was with one friend. I'm sorry, I was with one friend, and uh, he had gone off. <laughs> he had gone off, so I was just at the bar, and um, there was a bunch of gals, and they were they were they were attractive. Um, and one we I struck up a conversation with one, and her friends I guess weren't they weren't into it. They mm -hmm. weren't uh. They didn't want any part of it. And that's fine. That's fine. And I would not chewing her ear off, you know, keeping staying straight. And we spoke for a little bit. And then uh, her friend like nudged her like they wanted to go. Instead of saying hi, introducing, none of them introduced themselves except for, for her, which is fine too. And then like they're nudging her that, that she wants to go and uh, that they wanted to go. And then um, they, uh, they all had a, um, they all had a puss on their, on their face, except for the one gal I was talking to. And at the end of the, they were given eyes and, and she was being polite. And after they nudged her, I was like, that's a little rude. You know, like they never introduced themselves. They just How turned the other way. They? Would you say like uh, what their age range? I was, I was in, I was 28. They must've been a little younger, maybe okay. like 20, 24, 25, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> which isn't really a, lot, a whole lot younger. But I said, and this was a little sassy of me, but I said, it's a shame your friends don't speak English. I said- <laughs> I said I have, I have a friend, and once, and once. That's something uh, you would say. I would say that. That's amazing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, then one popped down and said, "Um, excuse me." I said, "It's Friday night." I said, "Even a smile ain't gonna kill you." I said, "You don't have to. It's not like a a big thing, you know. Like you can stay home and frown and save money." It's true. Why yeah. would you go out with a with a puss on your face? Like I might not be your cup of tea. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with a smile and a nod. It's that's not I'm not looking. You I wasn't trying to everybody at the bar. Yeah, exactly. Why are you going to a bar to have alcohol? You can stay home and have alcohol. You got dressed up. You went out. You say hello. If the per now this is if there's there's different situations. There's some guys that don't leave women alone. Yeah, yeah. and they're the ones that give guys bad. Uh, 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 they give us a that's bad rap. Yeah, because who the fuck wants to have a tag along when you go out? So that's a you know that there's there's 
all different situations. But as long as you approach things not with such, you know, velocity, you don't have to go after. You can have a simple conversation. And then the, the woman will decide whether she wants to take this further or if she wants to do something else. Well, you can try as the man. But don't just sit, just don't, don't just show up and, and, uh, and everyone says, oh, don't tell me to smile. This is my face. Well, have that face at home. Be a little fucking gregarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of our listeners are, we know, are female. So what would you say? Because I think a lot of girls struggle with this too. Not me so much. But I think like- this also though, not to just while we're still on that point, I think this has to do a lot though with the fact that you're like a sincere person and you're not like trying to start a conversation with a girl just to fuck her, you know, like back in the day. Maybe at times you yeah. were, but I think you, you genuinely like want to have a conversation and just like say hi and smile but and for talk. This, but for the sake of having a teachable moment, which I think is like what people are hoping for that, if you are a girl who's listening to this and like you maybe do struggle with that where it's like, I think girls have this internal battle all the time. We never want to look like we're a psycho because somewhere along the line of yeah. our dating history, we dated Someone a guy, a guy who was a sociopath. And because we called him out in his bullshit, called us a psycho, right? We and psychos. so- because what you were doing was fucked up. And so that stays with girls sometimes, I think. And so they think, if I ask too soon about what are we, or if I go up to a guy, or if I ask him out, I'm going to look crazy. I'm going to look clingy. Like, mm-hmm. what would you say to girls who maybe have some of those thoughts about, like, am I going to look crazy? Is that being desperate? Is that coming from, he's going to think I want to just sleep with him? Like, you know, what would be some insight and advice that girls should maybe hear about that coming from a guy who, you know, like, obviously has some great insight about dating? I, well, thank you again. But, <laughs> but, uh, flattering, very flattering. Uh, I, I don't think it's insincere. Or, uh, not insincere. I don't think it's psycho or, or uh, um, uh, whatever. What, what did you just say? Like I don't think desperate it's desperate or coming desperate, off a clingy, right. needy. I, no, clingy de- no I, I think it's uh, they come off a little forward, but or you know intimidating. They, Is that a real thing too? You know. Intimidating is opening up the trench coat and having, you know, trying to jump into bed. That might, that could be considered intimidating okay. to some guys. I mean, not, not me, but that's, uh, that's different. You can be, you can take the first step. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, uh, yeah, being a little forward is fine. And sometimes if you're, and this is why it's okay, because when you're not, and most women aren't, what is the guy's argument to that? Oh, we, they never come up to us. Well, when they do come up to you, what are you going to say? You have your tail between your legs? Or are you going to complain that they came up to you? Bro, what is she doing, bro? What do you mean, what are you doing? <laughs> where, 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 are, where are you right now? You're at a crowded bar on a Friday or Saturday night, and a girl just said hello to you. What <laughs> you is, definitely need men's dating classes 100%. What is the problem? So you say hello. You see what, how, how, you know, what brings you here, whatever the hell you're going to say. And if the conversation progresses on both sides, you continue it. Maybe you go outside, you have, she smokes, you smoke, whatever. If not, then you just, I'm going to go get a drink. Sure. Fine. I love you that. You separate, you separate, you do, oh, my friends over there. Sure. Sometimes you have need a break in the conversation. You don't want to have a yeah. first date when you're out. We're all out with friends. It's you talk a little bit, you migrate. If you go, you end up making eye contact or want to use the looking for the other one, it'll happen. If not, okay, you just, that was a nice interaction with someone else. Move you on. don't have to, all of, you don't have to hit a home run out of the park every time you speak to somebody. 
I say that all the time. I say dating, especially for people who haven't done it in a while, it's batting practice. Just get out there and fucking start swinging. You're going to strike out. You're going to hit some doubles. You're going to hit some home runs. Like you got to just start getting reps in and people don't want to do that. But I think something that a lot of now modern quote women and Christy and I struggle with this too, is people maybe think that we're a little... I don't believe in this, but being like, well, maybe they don't come up to you because you're intimidating. I think, I've heard that so. I think many that's a cop out, times. and I'm not buying it. So what? Wait, is that even funny. Wait, men don't come up to women because it's intimidating. Yeah, because no, Christy's intimidating, or I'm intimidating, and I think that means that you're just a bitch ass guy who that's not my person, and that's fine. Like, like how do I? How 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 am I supposed to look like a softer bitch? How do I do that? I, I can't. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't understand that. Does she have horns? I can't see, but Thank like you. maybe what they're invisible. <laughs> what is what is what does that mean? She she's intimidating. Like some some women, I, I've and this is from 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 their mouths. They've said that uh, they have that resting bitch face, supposedly. Yeah. Uh, I which under, un, understand? I mean, okay, you know, I guess some some, some people have you know. Here's them bust on, my balls about it and fucking be a man and man up and just like shoot your shot. Like you said, so, if it doesn't work out, right. then move on. Yeah, it, exactly. So you don't. One, I always thought it as, you know what? I mean, this is when you get a little, uh, not cocky, but you, you try to, you know, flex your dating muscle. You go, well, if she seems kind of mean, sometimes you might be like, well, let me see if I can get her to smile. You know, maybe I can yeah. say hello to her, see something. Um, it, doesn't always, it doesn't always have to be, like you say, a home run, but you can at least try. Is it really true? You know, again, I think sometimes women, Christy and I say this a lot, like I'm so tired of having to apologize for who I am. Like I am loud and I am feisty and I have opinions about things. And like, I don't want to have to be like, a. I said this one time I broke up with a guy and I said, fine, then date a boring ass bitch. Like if that's what you want, like, because I have opinions and I'm not going to just be walked all over. Like, you know, it's true. Though. It's true. It's then true. date a boring bitch. Like I'm never going to be that. So like, I think sometimes girls feel like we have to be quiet and we have to like, because that's intimidating to guys. And I just don't, I don't buy that personally. I think maybe for there's certain personality types. My mom always says there's like a lid for every pot. Mm-hmm. I probably need a guy who's going to call me out of my bullshit and be like, you know, bust my balls back, flirt to roast ratio, I think is important. Very important. Um, but I don't know, like as a guy, like, do you find that's like kind of a thing nowadays where men are intimidated by women having, maybe they make more money, maybe their career is taking off. And I think, you know, guys do find some of their self-worth in a career and they maybe can't date. I don't know, just like some general insight on that. Cause I think girls struggle with that sometimes as well. Like maybe I should be less or be quieter. Never, never not be yourself. Like, obviously you don't, you don't have to be out, you know, the, everyone has like that crazy, you know, pajama pants moment. You know, you don't, you don't go out. Some, some people go out guns blazing like that. That's fine. Mm. Uh, you want to be not, sub, um, you, you, you be yourself. That's, that's, that's not a problem. I mean, and then you be, you act the way you would when you're out with people. I mean, that's, 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 uh, obvious. Um, you have to be who you are, because at the end of the day, that's who you're eventually going to So we really just have to trust a little bit more and, and have a little more blind faith in trusting the timing, trusting the process, put our effort in, but, you know. Um, take a break yeah. I needed some alcohol, and Christy needed to smoke a cigarette, and we've just been just 
absolute rapid firing Joe with all of the dating questions. We're overloading him a little, so. Because you, you know. know why? Because I think people are going to come out of quarantine and hopefully will have been doing some self-reflecting hopefully. about what their patterns are, maybe what their priorities are with dating and like maybe make some changes. I think you do have to learn to date differently at some point and what you allow and what you accept, I think. And it's really just, like I said, nice to hear it from a guy to not think you're crazy or to be like, you know what? There are still the guy. I know that the bar is so low and it's so far and few between when you actually do meet a great guy, but it's like, it's hopeful. I think it's, it's inspiring to be like, okay, there's still people out here who exist like that. Yeah. Do you think like you, what have you seen kind of change as far as priorities with dating and stuff like that over the years? Um, well, first, just let me say, I think when everybody comes out of this, it's going to be, they're going to attack it two different ways. It's either going to, they're going to attack dating with like a Shinto Buddhist concentration where they <laughs> maybe are on a new path or it's going to be a, a total fuckathon. So it's gonna, <laughs> oh, unfortunately, that for sure. yeah. it's, it's going to be two, it's one or two speeds. And I think speed two is going to come before speed one and it's going to totally so. just fuck it all up. <laughs> and right with like host season right around the corner for summer, you know what I mean? Like it's a very fine It's going to be a massive host season because... There's so many girls at home. Their first appointments are going to be their nail appointment, their hair appointment, and like a spray tan. But let me also. And bitches are going to go from I feel homeless to no, I'm fucking that bitch but host, overnight. Host season doesn't mean you have to fuck everybody. It's a mentality no. of having yes. a silly goose time and being open and just like embracing your sexuality. But sorry, we cut you off because we do that all the time. No. No, not at all. No, I, you're right. I feel like everybody's going, oh, I can't wait to go out and get all dolled up. <laughs> 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 Which, and then the guy goes. And the guy goes back to the drawing board and goes, "What am I doing?" Are you gonna but, have some comedy no, shows a- that bitches can go to in the summer? Yeah. I think that's a fun way for girls actually to meet guys. Like if you're funny, we'll you're going totally, to we'll shows. totally bring our girl gang. And oh my, oh my goodness! I, you know what? I was supposed to have one. I, I so I do a, I do a semi-annual show. I do two a year. Two. I produce and star in two big ones a year. Me and and my writing partner John Elias and uh, and a few other uh, local comics from from the New York and New Jersey area. We do two a year because we try to, when you do it's hard to do a sh- one show a month. Uh, so we try to concentrate a big show that we produce that we set the times and I. I I've been doing this a while. We try and do an hour and a half show on a Friday night because Saturday is usually saved for big occasions and, and big times to go out. Friday, uh, as long as you're not, you know, just a hermit. Friday, you kind of want to. You have a hard day at work. You want to go out, have a good amount, a little bit of fun, and be back in time by the time the late shows show. You know, start. Yeah, so perfect. it's it's like an, so we try to start from like eight to ten or eight thirty to ten. You know, hour and a half seems to be ideal, uh, and. Um, I try and do two big ones a year, one in the fall, because when summer dies down, people st- and, and everybody goes, the kids go back to school, teachers start it back up. It kind of like we go into a different stage. Mm-hmm. So people want to go out and have fun, but they don't want to have too much fun. So yeah. a comedy show is perfect on a Friday night. And then I do one in the spring, which quarantine, fuck that. But <laughs> right before the summer starts and right before spring starts, April, uh, late March, April, was when I would start the other one because it's almost easing yourself out of winter. Go to a comedy show, you get back out, you start having fun, and then you go out to the to the shore and everything else. Great um, first date, a comedy show. I could sure. not recommend more as an amazing first date. So when people are coming to see your comedy show as a first date, well, before we cut you off, we were talking about priorities and all that kind of stuff, and just your insight. So back to you. Um, <laughs> uh, how kind of you. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so so yeah. Priorities. Um, it depends on where your where your head's at and what you're looking to 
what you're looking to to get out of this. Now, a lot of, and it's easier said than done, but when you have a first date, it's been my experience. I should even say it's only girls because guys feel the same way too. They just don't tell many people, mm-hmm. you know, uh, most guys, some guys are just like, they, they treat it as whatever it is, but there's something to be said for the guys, not, not the, the bros, but it should be treated a little bit as let's just, it's a night out. It shouldn't have to be so much pressure. Like this isn't, you are not going to fuck your future marriage by not having everything go perfect this first date. You know, if your priority is to go out and look for the, the one, if you're looking for the one on your first date, you're giving yourself added excess pressure for what treat it as a night out. This guy want, if it is done, if it's done right, this fellow wants to buy you dinner, get dressed up, go have dinner. And if you have a good time, there might be another one. You don't have to worry about, should I say the right thing? Should I do the right thing? What if he thinks this? He's going to, it's a litmus test. It's like, it's a, that's why I always say dinner is like the perfect, um, it's the perfect first day because everyone loves food. Even if you don't like food, you have to eat. The girls got to eat. Girls got to eat. You know, it's not like in the movies they go, uh, you know, uh, mini golfing. Or I think my first date was mini golfing. Uh, I do love activities for first dates though. Like I, mini yeah, golf right. is like my dream first date. Yeah. I love mini. Yeah. I, I, I retract, I retract what I said. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going to the go-karts or going to summertime. There's some, you know, it, it breaks it. You know what? It's, it's getting back to priorities. It all, it all depends on, on what you are looking for and, and, to just have fun with it at, at first. Also, the people that, uh, this, this is derailing a little bit, but if you're, con- and this could hurt, if you're constantly doing fun activities or you ever see the couples that get together, it's only been a month and they start vacationing yeah, and they start going away like, I can't wait to go away with somebody. You barely know them. Yeah. One, you barely know them. Two, if you're going to, if you're going to Aruba, if you're going to a paradise, destination vacation you can have fun with someone at the bus stop in aruba <laughs> you can have fun <laughs> with anybody that is so so you like, that is so true oh we went away first of all if you're doing it within before six months you're cheating your relationship cheating you're level jumping in the relationship and you're establishing feelings level that jump. aren't really there you're having this it's it's a it's an artificial fun because you literally, how could you not have a good time there? So anyone who's, oh, look, they went away and now they're not together anymore. Well, they've only been dating 72 hours. So why are you so fucking surprised? It's true. That is, that is so a true. very valid point. Relation, that, it's like vacation mode relationships. I actually made this mistake. I moved in with a guy before we had gotten a relationship together. Our relationship went from zero to 100. We were already living together. We went on our first relationship to an all-inclusive place with a guy who had a drinking problem. Did that <laughs> have a lot of red flags <laughs> happening in my face at once? Her whole vacation was like red flags. I called my mom <laughs> crying within the first, I FaceTimed her within the first hour of landing in fucking Mexico, hysterically crying. So go on a, first of all, <laughs> take, don't relationship jump like Joe said, and also go on a, rela- go on a vacation before you move in together. Yeah. There's that. For sure. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent, absolutely, and have and just make sure you have the time in between these events. You know, I'll, I'll allow time to build before you start jumping into these things. And that's another thing I'd, I'd like to bring up that people can't wait to post, and, and social media affects so much of our lives. But 
I guess a couple pictures get the most likes, right? I, I feel like everybody, you post a couple a picture with someone, they always get a lot of likes and people want the attention and people want stuff. Um, there is, you earn that picture, so to speak, in a relationship. If you just post a picture after a few, you know, you're not with the person very long. You're, some people I feel like they post a picture with someone together to capitalize on the glorification of a relationship mm -hmm. when one doesn't exactly be, exist. And you'll see sometimes, how can you spot this? If you see somebody, I don't mean to call anybody out, but if you see someone who had posted pictures with a, a guy, and I'm just saying girls with guys, guys with girls do it too, although it's, it's not as much in my experience. Mm -hmm. But if you see somebody who's posting pictures with somebody, oh, they met someone very good for them. And they post another picture. And then two or three months later, all of those pictures are gone. Oh, yeah. And they erase that. It's like, oh, well, maybe it didn't work out. Maybe there's hard feelings that they don't want it. Fine. But more often than not, they post pictures again in record time with somebody else. And again, they get the likes. And again, they get something else. And again, it comes. And you go, oh, that's nice. They met somebody. And then another month later, vanished. I'm so and happy you brought that up because I think so many people do this when you get out of a relationship. And I have also been guilty of this where, believe it or not, people are in a competition when you break up with your boyfriend of, or girlfriend who moved on first and who's doing better and who upgraded. And I have done this actually like where you want to post something just to be like, Hey, you know what? I moved on and I'm fine and I'm happy. And it's like, there's a quote about that. It's like the longer your Instagram post is, the more fucked up your relationship is. You know what I mean? Like if my mom always says, <laughs> if, you, if you're really that happy and you're having that much fun, so you don't even need to address it. it. Yeah. You don't even need to put it right. out if you are. And that is, that's a whole other pressure of, I think, relationship shit as well. Like, do we post on Instagram? Do we when do we follow each other? When do we tag each other? And I think sometimes our, people are posing that, and I've done that too, where it's like you post a perfect relationship couple, and I'm so – I mean, I'm private to begin with, but after my last, my most serious, serious relationship, I was putting everything on Instagram and all that, and now it's like you won't even – I will probably post a picture like the day I get married, and no one will have any idea. you be like, oh, my God, she was engaged. Because it's just – it's like that's what it is. People are just trying to pretend mm -hmm. that they're, they're so happy and this and that, and I feel like that makes people feel shitty about themselves. So I'm like, I'm really happy you said that because I think people do keep constantly doing that and relationship jumping and like – that's just, it makes people feel like shit sometimes. And like, that's, it's okay to not be putting all of your shit on highlight reels all the time, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're fooling yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're only fooling yourself. You're, you're, you're providing this false sense of you have something that, oh my, let me get this out and I'm going to forget the other thought, but whatever. You, <laughs> a relationship is, it's, it's work. It's work. Just like a marriage is work, a relationship is work. And it took time for you two to stand there and be able to enjoy a moment together. It's not just, oh, we met one time and a, a couple of times and let's just pose because we're in good outfits or we have nice colors or this is a nice background. You can take the background picture without the person. Mm -hmm. Wait for them to be the one to take the picture with. I don't, I, I think back like this, plenty of, I, I feel like a lot of people, six months is a very popular uh, time frame to have a relationship. I feel like a lot of people have a lot of six months or less, or maybe six months to 12 months of, of a relationship. There's been so many of those. If I was like some of these people, you would have seen a bunch of pictures with a bunch of different people. I mean, not that I, there might be, I don't know. I don't think I posted a whole lot with, with, in those relationships. I think I waited a good year before I posted a picture. And I used to have, 
I waited a good year, or maybe not a year, but at least over the six-month period before you post a, a relationship pic because it shows that this is the person. This is the one. And this, is, this comes from my, my first relationship. I never posted. I never, never posted. And, and that was the problem because I would post everything else. Yeah. And I also, I was starting my, 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 uh, my comedic journey, so to speak. I, was, I wanted to keep a more professional page. So there was that too. But it wasn't, I wasn't a, a, as much of a, I wasn't getting booked as much. It wasn't as, as uh, and I was a lot younger. So I could have posted a little more. But I didn't. And I, and I used it as an excuse and I was wrong. But now it's just totally the opposite way. Everyone is, is look at, oh, when girls go out on dates and they post a picture of the food that's or what, the place, that's like look at, look at where I am and they don't post the guy. Like, yeah, you shouldn't post the guy, but to take, a, to take the phone out, what, gals, here's a tip. Here's, there's many different differences between girls and women and then ladies. Ooh. Here's something that a lady or a woman does not do. They do not take out a picture on a date and take a picture of their food in the expensive place with the expensive menu with just the man's chest showing exactly. and no face. Because I, like that, I love what that. If, what if that guy really likes you? Well, here's his buttons. <laughs> Isn't that a nice quarter of a shirt and the, and the money that he's spending? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, you don't necessarily have to. And yes, as guys, we can take it. That's fine. But let's just say out of 10 of those guys, one might be very gen. That's why like men don't matter. Not that men don't matter, but not as much. Like on the inexperience, I feel like there's more guys that would, you know, <laughs> there's, there's, you know, let's just say out of 10, yeah, that ratio, one guy might be like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like it, it's not nice. It's just not, it's not the most terrible thing, but yeah. it's certainly not something that a lady does. No, women probably wouldn't like that either. I actually had one time on a, it was a first date. This guy asked the waitress to take our picture together. And for me, I was like, that is such a red flag. I feel like that's date? so, literally he was like, can you take our picture together? And I was like, I don't even know your last name. We met on a fucking, we met in the grocery store actually. And I was like, I don't even know what you're doing with this yeah, photo is so weird. So I think that's a good flag. question. Like what, how soon is too soon to number one, post a picture or something silly like that, or just even have, I think, conversations about what page are we on? Cause I think, again, I think a lot of women sometimes are afraid to ask the questions that we're afraid to hear the answers to because we don't want to look quote crazy or psycho or needy. So it's like, when can you start? How? asking? Like, what are you looking for? I'm not trying to marry you tomorrow, but I think yeah. women are afraid to ask that question. And that's how I think a lot of men and women get stuck in situationships. You can ask that the first date. Love it. You can ask that the first date because it's, however, you have, you, you have to also understand it's a first date. It's a first date. So you cannot finalize a contract on the first date. You can get a sense of what you're doing. You can go shopping, which is what you're doing. You're taking the guy out for a test drive. You're oh. not signing any paperwork there. You know? I love that. Yeah, me too. It's, it's, and and so many people are like, well, he didn't seem like he wants to get married. No shit. It's just <laughs> dinner. It's just dinner. You want you it, realize what it did seem like, like be a it's just dinner. I think that's what we might call this title. I'm sorry, yeah. You know, it's it's I didn't ask for you. And that that's another thing too. When you ask somebody out, you, you know, it's it's like if you have dinner with me, somebody might be like, Oh, you know, what does that mean? It's I'm not asking for your hand. It's it's just dinner. 
you know, it, and it doesn't have to be, and not everything calls for dinner. If you don't know the person that well, or if you're younger, coffee is, especially if you're dating online, yeah. online is, is, um, if you don't know the, like, if you know the person from work or they're a friend of a friend, I think dinner is appropriate. I think if you meet the person online, there's nothing wrong with meeting them in a public place. Like Starbucks is very popular. Yeah. Um, uh, that's how we met. We met in Starbucks. How funny. Um, it's like the mutual place where you go like, okay, is this person a psycho? Is this person, it answers like the basic questions before you get down to the nitty gritty. Is this person a psycho? Do they match their picture? Do, is there something that I can stay? I mean, it, it is, uh, it allows for a nice like escape plan in case as soon as you see them, you're like, uh, or you're talking for five or 10 minutes. You're like, I don't know if this is going to work. You can leave coffee easier than you can leave a date. Although coffee, coffee usually goes on long. I've, I've had like very long coffee dates, even with people that I work, I didn't stay with. I still like, like Brianna, you were saying you, you can, you chat away, right? With people that talk, we love to talk. <laughs> I love a good coffee date for sure. For a birthday. But I think that's really important to differentiate that. Like it's just dinner. You're allowed to definitely put your boundaries and, and emotional negotiations out there. And somebody doesn't have to necessarily sign that day. They can be like, you know what, I'm going to think about it. And I think that requires both people taking emotional responsibility of being like, this is what I require. And this is what I want. And I think people have to also say like, and that's okay if you can't give that to me, but I think you do date it yourself worth as well. Cause some people I think get caught up in like, this is what they want. And they ask it for somebody and they can't give that to them. And it's like, it's not that you're not worthy of that or that, you know, that you're asking for too much. It's just that they can't give that to you and you have to be okay with saying, okay, then I have to close this chapter sooner to open up the next chapter quicker. And people, I think have a hard time processing that. I, I think you're a hundred percent right. I think it's, it's especially a, a, a woman wants, she knows most women not, and that's the difference between woman and girl, a woman and a girl is just experience and knowing what you want. Now, some girls know what they want sooner than later. Some have to, and this is with guys, not just girls, everybody. Some people know what they want immediately. And you see these couples that get together and get married at 21, 22, and they're fine. You know, and then some people have to figure themselves out and some people, and we all grow. So we all change. What's like, they always say, like, if you can survive your twenties with somebody, you can, you'll be okay because we change the most in our twenties. I think like the person that you're supposed to, I read somewhere that the person that you're, you be, that you're going to become up to 30, I think is the person that you'll be for the rest of your life or something like that. So that's why like a lot of, I don't know where I read that. I've, I've like trying to Google it, but uh, that's why like a lot of relationships, I think, go back and forth in that in your 20s mm -hmm. i feel like it because people grow you you have different interests and different likes and everything else so if you can make it past that not to say that date for 10 years is is normal but it's for some people um alas i have forgotten what i was going to say <laughs> i think i have a theory, i have a whole theory about that i have a lot of theories obviously but one of them is like i actually when people are high school sweethearts or people who met in college like i actually don't think a lot of the times there is longevity in that because you change so much in mm -hmm. your 20s from your 30s and i think about you know there was a guy who i dated in my younger 20s who back then i you know i still think he's kind of quote the guy the one who got away because he was so great he wanted to give me everything that i wanted and you know he was like every you know like a, a family guy and all that but i think had i done that at 20 years old or 20 i think i was 23 i was like in grad school at the time like 
I think I wouldn't have learned all the lessons I did. And as much as it, like you were saying, as much as it sucked and all the heartbreak that Christine and I went through and you've gone through and everybody's gone through, I wouldn't be where I am today. So it's like, there is a part of you. And that's why I love hearing stories where people are like, yeah, we met 10 years ago and like we tried it and the timing wasn't right. And then we, we reconnected and it was yeah. like Kisma and it was magic. And like, I love hearing that kind of stuff, you know? It, it happens more often than not. And the hardest, it's hard because when you're in it, you don't real you don't know whether you're going to get back. So like now if you go if you branch into people that date and then break up, yeah. sometimes you do end up rekindling afterwards and sometimes you don't. And mm-hmm. when you're in the thick of it, it's you know, it, it, when somebody breaks up and they, they go to you if everybody's had that person in a long relationship, they go to you for advice and you wanna say uh, uh, you try and comfort them and you say, you know, if if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I feel like every old Sicilian mother goes, if it's meant to be, it's meant to like, you know, you know, and that's, it's the most truest statement. Unfortunately, when you're in it, that's the last fucking thing I want oh to hear. <laughs> I want an answer. I want you to tell me where is this going? Right. Immediately, you know, so, but you have to trust the timing and you have to have a little bit of, have to have a little bit of faith. And again, when you're in the thick of it and going through terrible heart, heartache and heartbreak, that's the last thing you want to hear. And it's very hard to believe. But let me ask you this question. How do you know then the difference between when I need to let go and or move on? And also like for some people, I think they need to push in a positive direction of being like, okay, I've been in love a lot of times. And how do you know when it like feels different? Like, you know, for you, you've dated other people, you know, you've been in love other times. Like what is it that finally makes it be like, no, I'm going to push through and this is the one who I want to actually commit to you like what are some things that people should questions maybe they should ask themselves during this time or the person that they're dating or in a partnership with like what were maybe some things that were just a little bit different about with your fiance now or you know how much let, of that let, lessons not not to cut you off i'm just well, let me ask you what is the time frame you deal you're talking about are you talking about when to when to know where this is going like before we were talking about first dates so is it within the first couple of weeks months a long-term relationship like where do you where do you want well, maybe to the first part is more so leaving a relationship because I think that's people sometimes you invest so much time that you're like okay I remember doing that with the guy that I moved in with like everything moved so fast and I literally called my mom after we moved in together we moved in after three months and I said to my mom I was like I made a huge mistake I was like but I'm so embarrassed I was like I can't undo this now problem. and it's like so at what point <clears throat> do you start to say like I should be asking these questions to myself for maybe again maybe people right now I think in quarantine especially a lot of people are in situationships where they're like do I really, when this is over, like, am I doing this because I'm bored and lonely or like, do I want to move forward? Do I cut it off? Like, how did you kind of know with different relationships in the past or just in general, maybe some advice you would give people to start thinking and pondering about since you're it a comes dating, down to- dating coach You now. are a dating coach. <laughs> you are our dating coach. I really feel bad that we didn't talk about any, comedy. anything. We didn't talk about your comedy. We didn't talk about the show that you just did, but- but you're just, just this is just so just, natural and you're just so good at coach. I, I I love it that I was christened this by a show called All That Bull. I think your next Instagram should make me date. Yeah. <laughs> that was, Joe take me to dinner. Like that, ooh, that should be your next Instagram. Joe take me to dinner. That should Joe be a hashtag. Um I'm blushing. You've you've made me blush. <laughs> you, you're, uh, trust me, you're very insightful with this stuff, and it's because you put in the work. Yeah, you've been through it, so we get that, and we appreciate, and it. we totally appreciate it. 
And a lot yeah. of people appreciate this. Our viewer comes almost 80% women, so. Yeah, I, I, some people are like, oh, well, what has he been through? I'm not going to get it. I won't get into craziness, but, uh, and this is, this was part of my, but I purchased three engagement rings yet. Well, the third, my, my, my opening was always, I purchased two engagement rings yet still check single on my taxes. <laughs> uh, the third one was, the, the third one was three times a charm. Uh, not to say that I've been engaged three times. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's been, it's totally that, you know, and th those situations will be in the uh, in the book or uh, maybe another episode. <laughs> um, what would you say? When when to not to not to derail? You said when's a um a point to know yeah, when to leave? How do you know? Yeah, how do you know when you're supposed to right. pivot? Or how do you? I say this to my mom all, and my dad all the time. I'm like, but how do you know? What's the difference between true love and a great love? Of like, how do you know either in the positive way of like, yes, I make the next step and we're gonna get married and build a life together, or how do I know when the relationship has run its course? Like, what? How the fuck do you know? I don't. I don't know. You know, and oh, I, right? It's, it's tough for a lot of people. We don't know. How this, the fuck do you know? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is uh, uh, m very much so more than a yes or no question or a single answer question. Yeah. It, de it depends on many factors. There's priorities is number one. Uh, it depends on the people and it depends on the time of your life. Ooh. So there's, there's many different, that this is a very layered question. Now, you know what? It, it's funny. It's case by case basis. We're, you know, literally, it's, we're literally taking we're notes. Right, we're literally, we're quite literally writing notes down. Maybe, maybe the most flattered I've ever fucking been. You need been. to make a work. That's it. I've uh, had it. We're, that's what's happening. It's going to be a different <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just wrote uh, down of what Joe was saying. So that's fine. Ah, uh, uh, shucks. Uh, so it, it, it really depends. If you're... I, if you if you're in your early twenties, let's just say, well, what what do you think your your audience, uh, the main age of your audience is? Our let's main just audience start with is that. about 27, 28 to like thirty four, thirty five. Chrissy does all of our analytics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So seventy percent content of viewer content at the moment is women. So I mean, bitches are confused. Oh. You know what I mean, we just don't fuck right. it. You tripping out? Know what the fuck's so, going on? <laughs> That um, so though th that like age bracket, you not that it's again these aren't concrete sciences, but you should have a good idea of what you want, and and, and what you what you what you won't settle for, you know, and um, hopefully you've had at least one relationship where uh, like a full relationship, <laughs> a fulfilling relationship. Yeah, that you can learn. <laughs> I'm, from. Wait, I'm sorry. What, I said that. What happened? <laughs> At least you hope oh, oh, this fucked you up at this point that you can grow. Ab Christy, absolute a hundred percent. Hopefully, and it stinks, but hopefully you have something that had you know like a um, better to have loved and lost, never loved at all. It, it hopefully you have something that had hurt you that you know you won't stand for, and then hopefully something that you learned from as well that maybe you did a, something wrong. Well, a lot of times it's it's the other person that had wronged you, so that you went through that, so you know those mistakes you're not going to make. And women, sometimes they, they go, usually a lot of times if they're going to blame the, the, whoever they're with, they may not always say what they did wrong, even though it's still in their, you know, it's still in their heart. So they might not admit it, but at least in the next relationship, we're like, you know what? I, I really should have maybe done this, but they don't have to say it to their, their ex, but maybe they will, they'll do it with the next person, yeah. you know, that, or they'll, they'll just, they'll correct those, those errors. And there's probably few, um, 
depending on how, again, your age, what you want, if you're looking to get married, which a lot of women, I guess, are, and your partner doesn't, well, depends. How long have you been dating? How long has the other person been in a relationship that kind of went there but didn't? Uh, do they have a business? Do they already have a family? You know, if there's somebody who was married before and they want to, you know, this is their second go around, you might have to give them a little more time because who wants to get married twice and have it fuck up again? Yeah. So there's, there's, there's that, right? If they're not, if they're single and they, they're always at the shore and they're always going out and, you know, they just don't want to be pressured and they just want to have fun, bro. And I don't know what <laughs> There's always a problem and all girls are the same, bro. Well, mm, spike left. <laughs> Maybe. Spike left. And, and then other, and then some girls like, why am I so attracted to the guys that, that just don't treat me right? Well, that's a problem within you. That's Christy. <laughs> One thousand. Hello. Welcome to. <laughs> so, yeah, it, sounds like, it sounds like to sum that up, managing expectations is super important. Yeah. I think for both people with dating. You have to know what you want. Yeah. And you have I'm to have and your, your priority. So sometimes you can just go out and have fun and a couple of dates and maybe you just got out of something serious. So you don't want to start something serious again. We're just having this situation ship and just do, but you, that's not normal. It, it, it's, it's definitely not a standard and it's not normal and it's not how healthy beginnings start. And everyone has a, everyone has like that period, like, Oh, you know, that, that period I was doing this. And sometimes we need that. Sometimes we have to have that, that moment where we just go off on a tangent, be safe, you know, and that's before Corona, be very safe, but sometimes you wash sometimes everything, you do wash everything double up, uh, but you, sometimes you go through that stage, but that can't, that stage can't be normal because then you desensitize your heart to the shit that, that you're going through all the time. God, you, know? you are dropping bombs right now. Wow. Honestly. I'm I'm reading this off the back of the milk cart. I don't know. <laughs> Desensitize your heart. Oh my God. We're definitely going to have a second episode with you because I would like to explore. Obviously I would like to explore more. Christy's issues. No, I'm kidding. Um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Brown is fucking issues. I um, know. No issues. All right. So, um, I would obviously like to explore more of like your comedy and stuff, but I feel like this just comes so natural to you. Uh, like talking about this. So I definitely think we're going to have to have you on again to talk about like the difference between like girls, women, and ladies. We'll talk about like men and the evolution of men and like the difference of them. And, but just know you are officially hired as Christy and yes. I's relationship coach. For <laughs> and they are officially involved in all of our relationships moving forward. So I, I, I'm flattered and I graciously accept. So since we have taken up all of your time talking about that, we do um, have some fun rapid fire questions since you are such a wealth of knowledge and just uh, you're a comedian person, all that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then we'll tell people how they can, you know, they follow you on you. Instagram and YouTube. And also seek out your dating advice, and which you should out, start You should for. definitely, um, I know you're going to be doing comedy shows, but you're also going to be doing dating seminars, which Christy and I are going to be like a hundred percent start working on the outline now we're telling you this is a thing so. it's gonna work it's gonna happen and people will subscribe to it so do it but before we get into the rapid fire just one if you could give you know the viewers or even maybe younger joe one piece of dating advice for people to ponder on right now and chew on and corona time like what piece of dating advice maybe you heard when you were younger that you didn't listen to what's something you want to like leave the people with or something you wish you knew? um try to always do the right thing first 
Ooh, and and I, I, I say that because, again, after doing the wrong thing for so long <laughs> and see that it doesn't work, <laughs> naturally, you should, you would think someone goes, let's just try the right thing. But people still do the wrong thing go, what the fuck? Well, because you're not listening. Uh, try to do the, the right thing first. And this is me. doesn't have to be everyone else. But if you do the right thing and that you still get shit on and uh, you do the right thing again and you still they still treat you the wrong way and you do the right thing let's just I like baseball three strikes and it's not like with little things it's it's you know big things then when you do decide to come back or lash out it's like well let's look at the tape we had this argument I did this we had this argument you're right I, I did this for you I was like this argument fine now look what's happening so what am I a doormat? I'm supposed to do so start, you know, uh, you, what is it? You get more, um, I hate these old fucking adages that like my mother always used to say, like, you get, you get more. Yes. Yes. I used to hate it, but it's so true. So start on the right foot, you know? And then when you keep, if your kids not working out, then you have guns blazing and not that you have to purposely build this up because it could, <laughs> this could be misconstrued, but at least you start doing the right thing. So if you do fire back, it's like, Hey, I, how long am I supposed to do this? You know, this is a give and take. Everything's a balance. If you start shooting off at the mouth at the very first time before you even understand what's going on, you leave yourself to be wrong. And women are always, you know, <laughs> uh, women usually are always right. One. But sometimes they're, sometimes they're not, you know, it, it's not. Sometimes we are crazy bitches. Fuck you, hormones. You're a crazy bitch. Hormones. <laughs> and, that, and just because you're wrong doesn't mean it's your fault either. You know, sometimes everyone makes mistakes. So what I'm saying is don't, don't go too harsh, too fast. You know, try to do the overlook some stuff and not serious stuff. Not like, oh, well, you know, we not, you know, serious stuff, but don't go so, you know, uh, uh, your pick nails your battle, basically. Yeah, pick your, pick your battles. Don't be, don't have your claws out for something stupid. Like, you know, uh, uh, what movie are you going like to go see or some, some nonsense. Yeah, yeah. that was. You, you know your issues. And you just said I don't like his shoes. I, like, I don't like his shoes. I'm out. You know what I mean. But those are my own issues, and we're gonna. So, but I love that. Let's look at the tape. So that's great. So I mean, Joe is a dating coach and a comedian <laughs> and a chef. So I mean, you know, just saying. But so I think we're ready for some rapid fire. Are you ready for some? I'm rapid ready. Go ahead. Take Joe, are you ready? ready? Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Since you are a chef, okay. So if you could have Sunday dinner with oh, one person, hold on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. I'm sorry. I'm only a cook. Okay. I, I, I'm not a. I'm, I'm merely. A Listen, cook. we're giving you a lot of titles right now, and you're living up. We are your new brand. Thank you. <laughs> I am. I am. I am not a chef. I'm just. A cook. I love to cook. I know how to cook, but is there is a difference for well, people? Well, today, Jamie, you're basically a chef. Yeah. So, <laughs> so with that sure. being said, if you with could said. Sunday dinner with anybody dead or alive, who would it be? Oh my gosh, um, George Collin. Okay, I don't know who that is, so I'll Google it later. <gasps> Question: Rom com or a mob movie? Oh my, oh jeez, <laughs> this is the a crazy tie, a crazy tie. But I I have to go rom com, but it's it's. <sighs> It's okay. It's very, it's it's very fire. Rom we'll, 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 dig, we'll dig that back up in therapy later. Okay. Face right. um, <laughs> or Donnie Brasco, the movie. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco. Um, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, I knew this is gonna be a tough one for you. 
oh, it's got to be Pacino. Knew it. Okay. And for those of you who don't know, Joe does the best Al Pacino um, impersonation I've ever seen. I literally <laughs> have his stare. And I think it's your friend Nick uh, Petito is his name, right? Yes, yes. Some collaborations together sometimes. Literally have sent it to like, I've definitely sent it to you hysterically laughing on my couch for hours regardless. There's a mean soprano, Nick. Yes. (laughs) So good. Okay. Um, Espresso or macchiato? Espresso. Without a doubt. Regat or ricotta? ricotta? Neither. Regatta. Regatta. Okay. Okay. Good. Definitely not ricotta. Brajuto or brajute? Uh, depends on how fast you have to answer. Okay. Managot or Manicot? I think it's, man, we say Manicot, but I that think it's, it's, it's definitely not Manicotti. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no. We're not saying Manicotti. Okay. Those people need to be shot. Yes. <laughs> they should be taken out in the play, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cannoli or biscotti? Ooh. Uh, um, I'm going to go biscotti. Better with coffee. Good one. Mm, gravy or sauce? Ah, here's another one. So here, if there's, and I just, Great if be. there's meat, if there's meat in the gravy, it's a gravy. Rajol, pork, steak, it's a gravy. If you're just cooking a simple sauce, mananada sauce or a, a, you know, a vodka sauce, it's a sauce. It's not, every, there's, there's a difference. And it's because of the braising of meat. End of story. You heard, <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Um, okay. Garlic or basil? Oh, I know. That, I know. That's tugging on my heartstring. I'm going to go garlic. Good mm-hmm. choice. Me that's the, always the right option, especially now for immune support. But not with dating, but yes, definitely with immune support. Yes. <laughs> so they got to love me garlic breath and all, you know? Yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, very big test. <laughs> yeah. Spaghetti or pasta? Ooh. Ah, uh, you mean macaroni or pasta or spaghetti? Oh, you mean spaghetti or different? Well, that's our next question. Too. What do you yeah. say, macaroni or pasta? So pasta before spaghetti, meaning like ziti, ziti rigatoni, whatever. What do you and call we, it, spaghetti or pasta? But it sounds like you call it macaroni. We, I, we, we grew up calling it macaroni. I feel like everyone goes, oh, pasta. People say pasta weird. Okay. <laughs> like some people say pasta. It's You can say pasta. I don't know. Macaroni. Okay. <laughs> Mac- so you're going with macaroni. macaroni. Okay. okay. Um, this is a good one. Favorite Italian song to cook to? Oh, that is a good one. Anything by Louis Prima. Mm, okay. Pizza or pasta? What do you prefer? Pizza or macaroni? Or macaroni for you, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> I know, we ask tough questions around here. That's, but you know what? That's, that's, that's what makes you guys great. I'm going to go macaroni. Okay. Broccoli but it's hard. Bro- it's like with the mom. It's <laughs> the mom rom-com question. It's true. Um, broccoli Rob or Escarole? Ooh, uh, escarole, escarole, hands down. What's your favorite kind of macaroni? Mmm, cheese filled or not? Uh, well, I'll just go with ravioli. Ravioli. Ooh, ravioli, okay. low key banger. Okay. Would you rather give up cooking for a year or comedy for a year? What the fuck else? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. First, everyone is gals. I, I really have to too. say that because it's just such an... It's so classy. I know I'm doing a Tate tangent right now, but it's just... Yeah, you, you're giving, like, girls a classier version of... Like, gal is more respectable. It's, it's like more, when people say doll. Yeah. What are you doing, doll? I say... Yeah, I, 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 I say that, too. That's... Yeah. All right, that, um, so, back to that. 
cooking for a year or um, comedy for a year? You had to give up one for a year. And then we have one more hard-hitting question, and then you can tell everybody how they can find you and laugh at all of so the torture's almost over and watch your watch your reality show and all that good stuff. I can't answer that. Oh. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. I, 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 the being on, being on stage, like, it's killing me now. I'm not, a, I'm not performing. Yeah. And I would never just not cook. I'd, I'd never not be able to cook. Um, I guess cooking, because then I'd be, if you don't eat well, or if you don't eat that satisfy you, you'd be miserable. Mm-hmm. But that's going with the rom-com mob. That's harder than the rom-com I mob. Yeah. mob. But comedy, um, it sounds like, feeds your soul, which yes. is important. Yes, and and ravioli feed my belly. So. <laughs> That's also equally important. We'll let you tie it out. It's yeah, we'll, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Okay. Thank, thank you. Much obliged. <laughs> we are nice. Um, this is the last question before um, you can this talk one's... talk a little bit more about your reality show and all that stuff. So this is a typical Brianna question. Mm-hmm. If you had to make a comedy special over the past year of your life, going over the past year and what's been going on, what would the title be? Of your comedy she special. Loves doing this kind of shit. Running in dress shoes. Ooh. Oh, I, that's a good Ooh. one. That's so that's over. And if anybody steals it, I'm coming after them. Yeah, we'll because that's yeah. that's been my in my for more than a year. It, it seems like anytime I'm dressed anytime I'm I'm dressed or I have to be in, in a in a suit or slacks or anything, I'm always running or hustling like i see when you go to the city you see everybody always dressed up nice and it seems like i'm always running coming off a bus or a train or parking running to an audition trying to get somewhere and which is why i'm I'm mainly wear payless shoes unless i'm going out you know somewhere nice because they're gonna break you i'm I'm literally running all the time um that's that hold on